This is Japan Nick. Tune into my show Friday nights, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for music ranging from black thrash, speed metal, doom, sludge, and stoner metal. Check out my interviews at theaquarian.com, soundcloud.com, slash japan-nick, and go to my website at japannick.com. Remember to like the Facebook page at Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. And follow me on Twitter at Japan Nick. Stay heavy. Okay, it's Friday, September 12th, and you're listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. It is 7 p.m., and with me tonight, I have New Jersey's Thanatotic Desire here for an interview until about 9 p.m. Now, who do I have with me tonight? What's your name? What position do you play? And how long have you been in the band? My name is Dave. Uh, uh, I play the drums. I've been with the band since the start. Um, started off with uh, me and Will as the original members. And we brought in uh, Ben Moore as our lead guitarist. And things started popping from there. And then a few years ago, we picked up uh, our, uh, our rhythm guitarist, Anthony. His, uh, goes by the name Mace. Uh, and that's from an initiation process that brought him into the band. Um, what did you do, mace him in the face or something? Well, it was actually a uh, it was a self mutilation type of thing uh, as an initiation to get into the band. And uh, our lead guitarist Ben has this thing. Uh, it's it's like a mace. It's it's essentially called actually a flail. It's like a wood handle with uh, three chains on it and balls with spikes on the end of it. And basically the whole initiation was you had to take these, these ball and chain and uh, nail yourself in the chest until you bleed. Well, Anthony was uh, quite, uh, quite excessively drunk that night, and uh, he uh, wanted a little crazy with it, decided to go a little over the top, and he wanted to get it done as soon as possible. So he started winging this thing in his chest as hard as he could, as fast as he could. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. On the fourth shot, uh, the balls clicked a little bit, and on the fifth shot, the, the final ball came up and nailed him right in the mouth. Cra- cracked him right in the jaw. Broke, broke uh, one of his tooth r- teeth right out. Uh, cracked Which his tooth was it? Uh, I'm not, you know, canine tooth. I don't know. You'll, you'll see it when he gets here. I'm not exactly sure what, <laughs> what tooth insane, man. you call that. It's right next to the, to the middle teeth, whatever that tooth is called there. Um, yeah, he had to have his, wire, his jaw wired shut and everything like that. This was like 3 o'clock in the morning at a, at a big party that we were having going on. <laughs> wow. And uh, there's an there's a awesome picture of us on Facebook with that whole initiation. And actually, our first album that we came out with, Death keep Wish, um, that album, if you pull the CD out of the, out of the case there, the, uh, the picture that's in, in the back that's behind that CD, it is not a Photoshopped picture in any way, shape, or form. That picture is the aftermath of his initiation, and that is the the flail sitting on the ground, blood everywhere, and if you look close enough, you'll find his tooth laying right there on the ground. It's pretty crazy. I mean, uh, you know, it was a good time, and uh, his girlfriend basically told him him, uh, after about five minutes of him bleeding all over the place, all right, let's go to the hospital. So she took him over to the hospital. And uh, I guess on the ride over there, he was he was still in question at some point somehow, but uh, he called us up, and the first words out of his mouth were, "Am I in the band?" <laughs> we 
we played it off a little bit, you know. Yeah, we, 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 we joked we joked around for a second. We we're like, oh, you know, we put the, pulled the phone back and talked to each other for a hot second. But yeah, we we gave him the yeah, you're in the band, man, and and you know that that totally shows dedication. Wow. And so uh, he's still with us today, and actually he just rolled into the studio, and he's sitting right to my right. So Mace, if you want to take over, how we doing? Uh, I'm Mace. Uh, I play rhythm guitar. Um. I don't really know what to say right now. Well, look at the <laughs> script. We uh, what do we tell got? me your name, the position you play, and how long you've been in the band. I've been in the band for three and a half years right now. Um, I just heard the whole May story. That was a fun time. Uh, for, <laughs> for all the injuries that really happened is I smashed my front tooth, chipped it right in half. This Ouch. tooth, I uh, cracked all the way up, so mm. that I had to get pulled. I knocked all four teeth loose in the bone, and then I had to get ten stitches in my lip. It's a good time. Wow, like... Uh, when I was in Japan, I was skiing, and, like, the uh, ski bar came a little bit close to my mouth, and it was just, like, I'm just chilling there. I'm thinking, yeah, everything's cool, and the thing just jerks, like, right into my mouth, and I ended up actually chipping off uh, a portion of one of my front two teeth. Maybe you can see yeah, it. Yeah, say, oh, you got a good dentist. Yeah. You, you should give actually, me uh, <laughs> I've had two or three uh, replacements for that, so. Oh, yeah, I had one here, and it kind of knocked it out at work. So. Eventually, <laughs> you do have to replace those things over time. Yeah, well, we'll see how long I can ride this one out. <laughs> now, uh, you on the end, tell me what's up, Will. Yes, I am Will. Um, I started this band about eight years ago. Now I think about it. Um, what does this script say? <laughs> My name is Will. I started Thanatotic Desire. Um, I play bass guitar. I'm the lead singer, and I do all the managing stuff. Uh, yes, you do. Yes, uh, and he's quite good at it. Very good at it. So, so, <laughs> what, so far, what year did Thanatotic start? Will? You well, let's see. I'd have to do some backwards <laughs> math here. Dave, you're good at backwards math. Eight years, you're looking like 2006, I guess. Yeah. I think yeah, it was the tail end probably of 2006. About August, probably about August 2006 is when me and Will first came together. Uh, yeah, I always feel like it was September for no, some reason. No, it was, it was actually 4th August. of July. It was after the 4th of July because I went down to Seaside and met Anna, and that's the one that got in contact with you Dale. to say, hey, I play guitar. Okay, I play drums. Let's play. And it started there and has taken off ever since. Yeah, the next day I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> when? Tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and we started jamming. Uh, we've gone through a few lineup changes over the years, but Dave and I are the founding members. Uh, I guess you can consider Ben yeah, in there. Ben, he ben came wasn't extremely too far short off. after, like within months. Like, we needed another Axeman. Yeah. He I'm started probably guy. in January, I guess. He started January 2007. Something like that, yeah, because February, we were yeah. doing, February, March, we were playing shows in 2007. Somewhere I have recorded our first show. <laughs> I do have that. I was thinking about like bringing it up for like a throwback because everyone's yeah. into that these days, you know? Yeah, and that was, a, that was a battle of the bands for the Bamboozle. That oh, was yeah. Slot on was. Bamboozle, yeah. So that was cool. But, you know, we started there, and this is where we are today. You know, we got one full-length album out. We got one EP out. Uh, Technically one? two. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Well, I see questions regarding the first, the DDD EP. So. And then we got a few more tracks on <laughs> the way. <laughs> yes, we do. Now, moving on, guys. What does Thanatotic Desire really mean? It means you want to die. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, no, not exactly. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, we strive hard to get what we want. So if I wanted to die... Well, I wouldn't be giving this interview. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you do something without thinking of 
consequences. There's there's a super deep meaning, but basically, just to sum it up, it's a, it's a death wish. You know, you jump out of a plane with a parachute, you go skydiving, you're not really thinking you're not about your best interests as far as living. You know what I mean? That's like the best example to really put on. If you go skydiving, you're jumping out of a plane going, oh, this piece of fabric will save my life. I'm good. This will be fun. What is it more to like just for like a rush? It is the Not, rush. Yeah. It's that living your life without fear of death. Almost like an adrenaline junkie, if you want to Yeah, say. absolutely. Now, your first release came out in 09 and was recorded with three members. What were you most proud of from that release? Was it recorded with three? Actually, you know yeah. what? It was technically uh, recorded with four yeah. members, but the one member wasn't listed. Oh, my, Metal Archives was lying then. There, yeah, there is um, Metal Encyclopedia, or Encyclopedia Metallum, is actually quite detailed on this, and it's kind of impressive. I don't know if the guy's name's on there, but uh, he was actually the, 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 the other founding member, but we had to, we had to kick him out not too yeah. shortly after forming. Yeah. But his name, his name was Rich Godagno, and I'm still good friends with him. I see him from yeah. time to time. Actually, actually. As a weird turn of events, him and my other buddy, Will, just got into a place together, and they're having a party tonight, and I'm probably raging with them. Nice. Yeah, nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, uh, the, yeah, that, so. that was recorded at this little studio that was next to the rehearsal studio we were playing at down at the time. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Was that it? was Jam uh, Studios. Jam Studios. It was right next to uh, the old backstage. Crack stage? Back, uh, <laughs> backstage. It's not too bad. I can backstage that, right? Studios, which shut down. Uh, what's the name of that place now? Crack Tone. Uh, <laughs> 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 wow. Sma- uh, Smack Tone. Smack Tone, right? Smack Tone Smack Studios. Tone I don't studios. even know if they're still around. I know a lot of people. Oh. Either way, that, that whole building has a bunch of different studio rooms and whatnot. And there was a place in there called Jam Studios. The guy's name was John? It was John. It was John. I just remember seeing this sign outside. We yeah. were leaving the studio going, hey, record something for whatever. You know, I forget yeah. what the price was. It wasn't much at all. Yeah. And we were just like thinking like, hey, we got, we, I don't even know how many songs we had at the time. We had more than we recorded for sure. Yeah. But we and, only put three uh, down because that was the, the package deal that the guy gave us. I um, believe the 09 EP had five tunes. Did we do five? There was, there was no Battle and So We Listen. Tomorrow Never Came, Solitary Confinement, DDD. Wow. All right. Yeah. I only know this because uh, Nick briefed us on this, and I, I looked at it like yesterday <laughs> when I went home, and I actually yeah. played through the CD. And it, you know, it actually got me thinking, man. I mean, like a lot of people are into these like old school or, uh, you know, underground releases. And, I mean, this thing was, let me tell you, Nick, we used to go yeah. real gorilla basically doing all the acts of a record label ourselves i mean we went and invested in um a giant cd tower to burn yeah. cds in mass i mean this is going back seven years ago now i guess yeah, yeah keep probably. going keep going this yeah, is yeah. getting good yeah and uh you know we still have the thing but we were just mm-hmm. cranking them out cranking them out ourselves putting them in little black sleeves with a little adhesive printing out, yeah printing out our own little... stickers and everything like that putting them on the on the cds and the uh and the sleeves yeah we weren't concerned about you know, because it wasn't much of a financial investment at the time, we weren't really concerned about making money. We just wanted to get it out. So, on my estimate, a couple thousand were just distributed by hand at shows, yeah. giving them <laughs> out. I mean, we got a little bit of radio airplay with one of the songs, the song DDD. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at that point, we started going through some lineup changes. Uh, 
uh, back then I was the lead singer, and that used to be a strange thing. <laughs> but uh, Battle also got a lot of airplay. Battle, that's, oh that's, yes, that's, that's the, the song, song I listen to. You don't really to. hear anymore. So yo, yeah, but uh, you know, I'm thinking that <laughs> we might see that as we develop, you know, as far as distributing our own material and stuff, we might see a a digital release of that. Sure, it wouldn't be much effort on our hand if hmm. there's a demand. We could we could see. Why don't you just put it up on Bandcamp and it's like, bam, you're done. Yeah, I've been thinking about the Bandcamp thing. We got we got a whole digital distribution package, and it's you know that. Or costs. also too, man, it's just like for this next release you guys are gonna have. What is it like a three or four song original release from you guys? Uh, well, we're not entirely sure. No, but I mean yeah. like that that first yeah. release from you guys. It was that three was or four songs, five, right? Five five tracks. What was it? Fifteen twenty minutes. Five tracks is probably about 25 minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> our, our songs average out to be about five minutes. The big song on that, or Battle with the Nathos, wasn't that like seven minutes? That yeah. was my favorite song. Yeah, by it was like seven fourteen, I believe. <laughs> these, these are tra- these are songs that haven't heard the, or seen the light of day in many many years. Yeah, definitely. I see. Well, I guess moving on. Tell me about the recording for Death Wish. Oh, uh, Death Wish was an interesting process. But by the way, guys, are you Charles Bronson fans? No, Charles Bronson. I don't know he's who right. Charles Bronson is. Yeah, you know. No, but he's the dude from the Death Wish movies, like all five of them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that had nothing to do with what we were going yeah. with. Or, you know. But I mean, it's just I hear Death Wish and it's just like awesome Charles Bronson movies. Uh, well, okay. We were thinking more about just like self-defining the yeah. band. Oh, okay. Basically, no. basically uh, you know, we kept getting questioned on, you know, what what is the meaning of the name and this, that, and the other thing. And basically, Death Wish was... You know the the quickest and easiest explanation for the name, and and this is those those tracks that we put into that CD, that was uh, you know those were the the original <coughs> digital recordings that that we wanted to get out there, and uh, figured instead of doing like an actual self titled album, we do it we did a like a little explanation of the name titled album, and that's really what that came down to be. So, um, but yeah, Death Wish, the recording of Death Wish, that was. A year and a half in the making? It took a long time because, yeah. uh, well, you know, everything was coming out of pocket. Yeah. And, you know. We also that, did. We we held our own fundraiser show for that. We as did. As well. That definitely helped a we, lot. We ran a show um, on a Saturday, sa- sa- Sunday. It was a Sunday. Yeah, and uh, uh, we brought together some of the bands that we were very familiar with to help us get our album in the works a little bit quicker and get it done quicker. And I think uh, most of those bands are dead, unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, you the know, Make that, a Death Wish Foundation, yeah, we call it. Make a Death Wish Foundation. And it worked out. It helped us. We got things going pretty well. And, um, you know, it, it led to the, to the full album of Death Wish. And uh, it, was a, it was a great recording, we, we feel. And uh, we got a lot of response on it. Uh, we had, uh, who was that? Metal... That internet guy that did that... Uh, Metal Messiah? No, not Metal, Metal Messiah. Messiah Radio plays a bunch of our tunes. Um, he did a review on the album. Uh, Metal Assault? Horns, horns Up Rocks? Oh, you're thinking of Metal Mike. Horns Up Rocks? Horns Up Rocks did something. Hails and Horns. Hales that's and what you that's, no. from, uh, that's from Cali, right? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Now it's called New Noise Magazine or something. Okay. They did change. Okay. You know what? That makes a lot it, of sense. It still exists, but it's under a different name now. Something was popping up. But, um, yeah, I mean, the process was long because we were paying for it, like, in sessions. Like, all right. Yeah. Here we are, you know, a young band. At the time, no touring experience, no no real things outside of the garage, really. <laughs> and we just, uh, you know, all right, we got enough money to do, like, three days. Yeah. Okay. 
So we'd call, you know, at the time, I did a lot of label shop, a lot of, like, studio shopping yeah. for that. Yep. We did our research, and we met this guy, Kevin Intrusion, out of Rockaway, New Jersey, Backroom Studios. I would highly recommend it to any bands out there looking to start something at an yeah. affordable amazing. rate with an amazing quality. Amazing. Yeah, this guy's so, great. Like, what types of things should you do as, like, or would you recommend to, like, friends of yours to go out searching for, like, a good studio to record in? Well, I mean, what we did, you know, I, I would just suggest do your research. Like, what do you want to do? You're in a heavy metal band or you're going to go to the reggae studio? That doesn't make much yeah, sense. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we're talking like, for metal people here. For metal people. Yeah, when we did our research and we found a lot of cheap studios that, you know, what the part of the thing about the demo we did, it was very cheap. And the guys, you know, they were experienced. They knew what they were doing. They had great samples. Like, this is something we recorded. It sounded beautiful. But they weren't, you know, they were much older and they weren't really in touch with the sound we were going for and all that. So yeah. it, it, whether, you know. Yeah, John, you're you, talking about John, right? Yeah, whether yeah, you John, know it or John not. Was, John was more of more or less like a jazz jazz recording studio. Yeah, I mean. He had all the equipment you could, you could ever think of, you know. Um, but I don't think he had the experience with the metal. Um, it was just a matter way, of like I yeah, mean, it didn't it didn't transpire too well, and like we wanted to go to a studio that's used to cranking out heavy bands and knows how to say like okay, you gotta slow down or you gotta be cleaner or whatever the case is. Like, tell, know, tell us the truth, stop, no matter how hard it hurts. Yeah. Oh, Kevin, Kevin, stop, do it again. Kevin, <laughs> our, stop, do it again. <laughs> our producer, engineer, Kevin, he tears us apart with that. But yeah. it was perfect. Stop, do it again. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he he definitely made sure that the that the quality was go went into the recording, uh, so that we did also get a quality final product, you know. So that's that's also something you want to look for as well to make sure that the guy that's that's your engineer or a producer whoever is to making sure that you're playing the notes as cleanly as possible, so that the final product comes out as beautiful and awesome as you can. Beautiful. Yeah, as you can ever get it, you know. Now. Tell me, what song are you most proud of from Death Wish? Because we're going to play that one first. Death Wish. Honestly, my opinion, um, my favorite song on that album is is got to be hands down Knights of Nocturne. All right. um, Alrighty then. It's 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 a it's a song based off of a short story I loosely wrote about a fictitious moon cult that kills on the new moon. And only on the new moon. Well, that's, yeah, you kill on the new moon because the moon gods can't see you. Mm-hmm. You're headed from the light. <laughs> Good idea. Here we go. Knights of Nocturne from Thanatotic Desire on WMSC 90.3, Japan Next Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Stay tuned. <laughs>
I guess, tell me also about um, some of the experience you guys have had with um, going to uh, various metal festivals just as fans. Oh, just as fans. Remember the good old days? Ozfest? (laughs) Ozfest. Ozfest. Who remembers Ozfest? When was the last year you went? Uh, The free one. (laughs) 07? Was that 07? Yeah, I think that was the one we were all at. Really? Did you see that um, Chinese band Thonic? I don't recall. Thonic? Thanatonic? No, it was like Cthonic. Like oh, C- C- oh, C-H Cthonic. Yeah. Or, uh, you Cthonic. know what? That's, that's funny. <laughs> They're probably doing the no. same thing we are with mispronouncing names. <laughs> I, I recall that logo. I don't recall seeing them, or if I did, they didn't make an impression on me. I don't recall. I see. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can actually get the uh, Dio song plan. Here we go. We were only starlight 
because we're whispers in the wind. Once upon a time, the world was never blind like we. Now it seems you're only dreams and shadows If wishes could be eagles, how you'd fly This is your life, this is your time What if the flame won't last forever? This is your here, this is your now Let it be magical Who cares what came before We're only starlight Once upon a time All the world was blind like we This is your life, this is your time Look at your world, this is your Yeah!
We're back. We just heard Knights of Nocturne from the guys in Thanatotic Desire, as well as a track from uh, the recent album by Bodum, uh, Bodum Blue Moon. And remember, people, next week at 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. on this show, I'm giving away concert tickets for the Bodum Battlecross and Machine Head concert at Terminal 5. So you definitely, definitely, definitely want to remember to call in next week because... There's free tickets, and they're free. So, let's move on. Now, I really like the song Final Breath. Tell me about your inspiration for this track from your Silence is Violence EP. Are you talking lyrically or musically? <laughs> um, the singer can talk lyrically, and the rest of you guys can talk musically. Okay. Well, and also, the singer can talk bassistly. <laughs> bassistly. <laughs> Well, yeah, man, the bass is really deep, man. I just, like, basically, like, listened to what they said and, you know, did the root notes and, <laughs> did, 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 you know, took it from there. No, um, with a band, you know, our band is Thanatotic Desire. A lot of our lyric content revolves around death. I mean, I was kind of, I guess, motivated by death to start this band when my mother passed away. So, in a sense, you know, it's, it is a very big focal point. With a band like Thanatotic, a band name like Thanatotic Desire... You start singing about sunshine and daisies, you're probably gonna force your listening audience away. Rainbow. So, <laughs> this particular song, "Final Breath," is about. I mean, I had a lot of these lyrics kind of put away from years, years and years ago, and uh, I had a friend back when I was first starting playing uh, by the name of Ben Rhodes, and he was in a band called Muck Cage. Who, uh, those guys were awesome, good guys, but uh, he committed suicide and. A lot of the lyrics fit, and the, just the way it hit the whole uh, community, as far as you know, the metalheads and all that. Just you know, every every metalhead in high school's been, you know, accused of being suicidal or whatnot. But this guy actually, you know, had some demons and went through with it. So it's kind of a, a you know, a node to that. That's the lyric part. All right. Well, now musical part. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a lot more fun. Musical part. We really, I, we really should have our other guitarist, Ben Moore, here for yeah. this, because him and you should be saying this together, yes, I believe. Yes, we really should. Let's put it this way. Rum writes music. <laughs> Dude, weasel him into uh, calling in. <clears throat> what? I'll take him on the air. Oh, yeah? Can he? Um, I'll see if I can get in touch with him. We'll see if we can do that. Okay. Now, anyways, okay. you in the middle. Talk. Yes. Uh, me in the middle. Mace. 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 I don't know who uh, this Anthony guy is. Yeah, who's Anthony? Talking. I heard you talk about Anthony before. There's no way. Mace. Um, pretty much, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, boy. I uh, I got pretty stoned. I was really stoned, actually. Mm-hmm. And, He's talking uh, about with rocks because of his bad actions. Yes. yes. I got stoned to death. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, um, Keep going. Pretty much I got dropped off at my guitarist's house, and uh, we started drinking. <laughs> we started drinking hard. Pretty much that song came out within an hour. That entire song. I had the, the starting intro riff when I came into the band, and that's all we used to jam on when I came in. They're like, man, I really like that riff. And yeah. me and Ben just took it from there, plastered. <laughs> Very plastered, actually. Yeah, I just remember coming to practice like a week later, and you guys, we were know, the- you guys are like playing a lot more of it. It's like, yeah. whoa, I thought we just had the riff, the one riff. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, we got a whole song now. <laughs> Check it out. Dude, I was walking around, right? I, I was walking wow. around in ShopRite with my buddy because we were about to go camping. And I get this text message on my phone, and I'm like, what the heck is this? And I, and I check it out, and it's like a music thing. It's a video, and it's a video of, of Ben and Mace playing the whole, the whole riff and everything for, 
final breath and I think Ben went into the solo and I was like wow this is gonna be crazy man uh, and I, my buddy was listening to it, he's like dude that's sick that's sick like you guys are making that a song I'm like yeah so you know when when uh, when I heard that I knew this was gonna be a great song and then uh, we finally got together put it all together and that's the final breath is what you have and uh, so if you want to write music Bacardi rum can I can I say names <laughs> on here Bacardi rum will do the job Mm, good idea. Oh, well, that was a handle you guys went through, wasn't it? Every time. Every <laughs> song is a handle. <laughs> and like he said, it was written in an hour. You ever uh, <laughs> use inspiration from uh, taking rides on the Night Train Express? Mm, can't really say that. I'm on a night train! <laughs> Isn't that like a type of liquor? <laughs> it's like the type that like is for like $2 and you buy it in like this really shady, dangerous part of New Brunswick on French Street near the... <laughs> Train station. Oh, you really can't get. It, nice it's hard to find though. I bet, yeah. I you walk down French Street and you'll find it. That's up there with like Leeds vodka. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's like bottom of the barrel. Ooh, yeah, oh, I thought Leeds was bottom. That will. No, 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 no. Somebody kicked out the bottom on that, and that's where you find Night Train. Now ah. here we go with Final Breath. <laughs> We'll be right back. 